Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Welcome to episode 105 of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. Hey. What was that? <laughs> Excitement. That's what it was. Welcome to the month of May, you beautiful people out there. 105. What do you get when you add 2, 0, 2, and 1 together? 5. Boom. Illuminati. What? Actually, this week, we're going to have a 555 day. So the 5th of the 5th month in a 5 year. It's a big thing for people into new. Five year? What? Two plus zero plus two plus one is five. So Wait, it's oh, a that's five, a five year. year. All right. Your astronomy, astrology. You're it's just, numerology. You're, you're just making up any fucking thing. Back. It's numerology. <laughs> serious. Like, so can seri- you imagine 555 on 555? Wait, all right, all right. I, I, I good. I good. I good. You're just making any fucking thing up now. Uh, Damn, I have to wake up at 555 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set two alarms. Now remember, there's gonna be one in the morning, but that's gonna be the true one. If well, I mean, I said, the second what? one could either be five or seventeen. You're right? making. So. Se- <sighs> yeah, I'll have five. If your Danny gets it, don't worry. On if five your cannon, of bread. I'll give you five. I'll give you five pieces of bacon. <laughs> if your cannot tell, I have no patience for a lot of these. You have no patience for a lot of things. Period. Uh, like, period. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I, I believe in you know some of the astrology stuff. It's not astrology. And... It's numerology. So numerology has stuff even with your name. So you can like add up the numbers of all of your names. So I have six 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 in mind. What? What happens? Well, that will see. Well, <laughs> I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I but... mean, that explains a lot in the <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a numerology expert or anything, hey, so don't hey, come at me with first, all of that. The, my, my Go online and find out. How many but letters there's like in a, my first name? Five. Oh, yeah. We on today, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> quick maths, quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> uh, numerology. I, I, I've heard of numerology. I'm not discrediting it. I just... Okay, so here's my thing. It's just supposed to be a big day and they say the portals are going to be open. The portals, <laughs> oh my God. You know you're not helping the case, right? Stand clear like of the portals, guys. This is yeah, like what they said beware, last year. Beware. Last year, so, black people so, were supposed so to So when you're all drinking your margarita on Cinco de Mayo with 5.55, just make sure you don't fall in a portal. That's like last year. Remember they said black people should get superpowers on a day or some shit. Like, like, that was what? a numerology though, so... Oh, yeah, and I got my superpowers. Okay, so portals. Vernon, here's the thing. I want a portal to open to a million dollars. Well, here's the thing, Vernon. If you don't believe, it's not going to happen. Exactly. I, I went and buy five scratch tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll buy five. Scratch- no, no, no. no. So now I'll you want five. to put we? Now you no, want to put we? Oh, if you're going for five, 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 right? Uh, I'll buy five. You buy five, my sister buy five. So that's five, five, five. Times five, five, five. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then the fifth we'll ticket see. of the fifth person. What? But there are only three. 
<laughs> I go tell my mother by five. And your dad? I tell my father by five. So one of us have to win. Okay, there was this movie where, where like the seventh son of the seventh son got like oh superpowers. So what if like the fifth ticket? Oh of yeah, the fifth I've seen stuff like about the the seventh of the seventh. Seven, seven, nah, seven. Nah, we we not we not going down this rabbit hole. Like, My birthday has so much power. I, I'm stopping you right here. If only you were born in a seven. How was your week? A damn fun. <laughs> okay, we not going down this rabbit hole. Well, before you go there, my week was five days long. (laughs) 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 I couldn't even control my laugh for now. Yeah, okay. We can try this song. I don't even know what to say. Did you only do five hours of work? (laughs) Most days. (laughs) (laughs) Except on the fifth day. Why did no work? Adani, yes. How how many letters in lunch? Five. <laughs> Damn. How many and letters ha- in snack? <laughs> Whoa, five. So you're just going to you're just going to look for me. It's a conspiracy. Right? It's a conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> how many like letters in brick? That's like in that movie um Jim Carrey was in with like the number seven or something about the number seven. Hey, if five is your lucky number, this week is your week. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Not the whole week, just one day of the week. Well, you know, sometimes the energy lasts before and after, right? Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vernon will become a believer one day. I believe in certain things. I just, this is something I need to do more research to make a, you know, to form I'll go a, and pull your life path number. Oh my life. All right, now, nah, nah, we're not doing this. This is not the episode for this. <laughs> All right. Point is, it is the wonderful month of May. It is your girl's birthday month and it's going to be fire all month long. I'm feeling it. It's a vibe. Mm. It's also a mental health awareness month. So, guys, get yourselves in check. Take that time to meditate. Remove those toxic people and situations from your space, you know? Uh, okay, so... What the fuck, Vin? <laughs> no, 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 no. I agree. I 100% agree. Mental uh, mental health awareness, if you know, work on your mental, get your shit aligned and whatnot. But then you said the thing about remove those toxic people from your space. And I agree, but I also disagree because you could be the toxic one. You could. That's why I said the first thing first. Okay. Just just checking, you know. No, nah, because, okay. Take care of your mental, right? Yeah. If you're realizing there are things you're holding on to that do not serve you, let that go. No, because I, I, I know. If you, you know, realize you're demonstrating behaviors that are not aligned with your true self, find a way to do the healing work and let that just go. Let's just do that magic your hands right now. Because if the people could see you, <laughs> they'd be like, what the hell is wrong with this girl? <laughs> Energy, push that away. Push that away. <laughs> push it away. Um, no, no, no. I, I said what I said because. Because you look at a lot of toxic people on Twitter who do that, so I understand that. But that's not what I'm saying. Um, you know me. Yes, I I get what you're saying, but I just I it's it's not even that. It was just 
I was having, you know, one of my random thought processes this week when, you know, I was just, you know, I had a little downtime and whatnot. And it's like, you know, we as people, you know, like I notice a thing for us in a, a, a prevailing thing that has happened in, I don't say the past couple of years. I think it's probably always, always been going on, but it's more noticeable with social media is people do like to take accountability, like to pass the blame on. So, you know, you're working on your mental health and simply in working on the mental health, their thing is to pass the blame on to somebody yeah. else to help them with so, their mental health. Fun and- fact, I actually spoke to somebody this week who was going through something like that, okay. right? So, um, they were saying, they they went on Instagram and they were like, how do you fix something that you don't realize that you're doing, right? And um and they were open like to to feedback and stuff and they actually said something along the lines of oh friends or people around me if you see something i'm doing don't let my stubbornness dissuade you or or whatever and i no, called see, her out there that's the way that i want to change in my but opinion. i call her out there because i said in how she phrased it it was like you telling people or fight for, fight for it for me because you're not willing to let go of your stubbornness and open yourself to just receive. Okay. Y- you understand? Okay. So even there, that's an element of, oh, shoot, you know, well, let me actually, you know, really think about this and where am I, you know, throwing that on other people to do the work for me. You understand? Okay. I... I- I hear you, and and I can see how you can take it that way. But I don't know. You said it. You said what the person said. I'll get you the exact words if you want. No, I I, I just send you how I how I interpreted what you just said. It's like you know, if you see me doing something you do like, as opposed to you know, you keeping it to yourself. Like just say, hey, you did this, and I don't really like that. Yeah. So, if if and maybe maybe then they'll become aware of hey, maybe I have this bad behavior. If that was know. exactly what they said, if they said if if I'm doing something wrong, right? Okay. What they said was, don't let my stubbornness deter you. So, your stubbornness could be interpreted as you have resistance, but you're expecting the other person... No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. You're expecting the other person... All the person need to do is tell you, yo, you did X, Y, and Z, I don't like, and then it's for you to go and... Right, but but, but you tell... The person recognizes you're stubborn, and you telling them, oh, go past my stubbornness. No, you need to... If you really want to be open... You need to let that go. You cannot expect people to want to fight your fights yeah. to make you better, yeah, right? Okay. I, I understand what you're um, But yeah, that's why I said what I said. But let me tell you, that's necessary work that needs to be done. It's mental health awareness month. There are probably going to be a ton of resources around mental health, free well, meditations, all these kinds of stuff. Here's the thing. They have them resources all year round. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. gonna be more out in the media yeah. now and more in the I conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And even just try to have more conversations about mental health, be it with your friends or somebody who's um an advocate or someone that's just like a safe space, right? Um, before let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you all a question. Since it's mental health awareness and all that stuff, right? Do you think it's a I try to figure out how to word this. Let's say me and you fell out, right? Mm-hmm. And we had talked for, for a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
you think like you know it's it's a good thing a good step in the process of becoming mentally healthy for you know let's say me and you we had an issue and i fall out with you maybe i reach out with you and find out you like what exactly did i say you know or or, or that kind of thing you know not necessarily trying to mend the, the fence or anything but just you know try and figure out you know what is that went wrong and maybe i can correct it to avoid it first of all i'm not a psychologist or counselor anybody qualified to um give any kind of things no, like no, no, that. that i don't say how, i'm just asking your opinion my you opinion feel? is that that's a very general thing but in you trying to do something like that it takes two you could be triggering something for somebody else okay, okay. so there are ways that you can heal from something like that without necessarily getting someone else involved so for me i have had things with certain people and for me i just had to heal it within myself the not knowing right and and just say it's okay for people to not like me if i already have things of being liked right so if somebody doesn't like me that's not the end of the world you know what what's the thing you say yuck and yum or whatever yeah you do yuck somebody yum yeah, and maybe somebody don't like me and that's fine, that's their business. I don't have to please everybody if pleasing is a uh, a trait that you have to be kind of thing you of. Know, you know my stance on that already. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but how was your week? How was everyone's week? How was your week, Adani? My week was eventful. Um, really? <laughs> things happened. Things came to pass. <laughs> Things came to be, and things continue to do so. But um, okay, okay, I will reveal more in the coming weeks. But, okay. uh, so mysterious. Yeah, okay. it was a good week. I I must say it was a good week. Uh, today. Oh wait, wait. Lost Are you board, talking about what I think you're talking about? Other than you might be onto something, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I meant to ask you about that. I saw you ask something in the group. But I couldn't. I was so busy that no I problem. That I got it sorted out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I know what it is. It's yeah, good news. So I know it's good some news. Some good news came through. So yeah. As as things settle in the dust, I will reveal yeah, more to we'll podcast reveal land in due time. I yeah. feel like I'm in podcast land. No, no, no. I'll tell you after the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yes. But other than that, you know, it was a good week. Um, how did the landslide affect you? Um, I was not able to go to work on Friday due to okay, the okay. roadworks not being opened until like 4 p.m. So at yeah. 4 p.m. they opened the road back and it's single in traffic only. So Ooh. this week's going to look? be fun. Um, looks pash pash, but Boy. pash pash meaning passable. Um, oh. They basically cut into the mountain where the landslides happen to make more room for road. But Excuse yeah, me? yeah. So expect more landslides to happen. <laughs> okay, yeah. And they on put this um, episode of Living in the Islands. They put um the big concrete barriers that they put on mm-hmm. medians. They put yeah. that on the edge where the um the road is falling. Okay, so to stop ex- people from going. Yeah, yeah. I guess in case somebody lost control or something, you don't go over. Uh, I was talking to my dad about it, and he's saying, um, he he's saying this is not the first time this has happened. Oh no! And what the first remember the, Thomas? The first time it happened. Yeah, he said the first time it happened, he went there and he was talking to some people and he was telling them what they need to do to avoid this from happening. And the main issue is they have no drainage there. Mm-hmm. They need drains because. 
they get a lot of rain up there, a lot of water, and the water just basically just running across the road, running across. Yep. Yeah, well, that's, and that's why the road doesn't really last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they need drains, and I thought about it. They really have no drains on that road. They need some drains, and honestly, we about time we need an alternate route. Let me tell you, they've been working on that alternate route for time memorial. Bruh. There is yeah. a, the route is actually there. They literally just have to expand on the road and put drains. There is a, already a road from the east coast, north east coast to the east east coast. So they yeah. just have to like, and there's already a road that goes across island. People would yeah. used to travel back it back in the day. So they just need to, they just need to build on those roads. But I guess but I, I, money you know, and COVID, etc. Boy, yeah. I hope they, you know, they come for more permanent solution because that temporary one look like it's gonna last so long. Like all I, all y'all just need a good heavy rain, and it's back to square one on that. So knock on wood yep. that doesn't happen. But um, and imagine that's your main road that brings people to your main airport. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hear that. Basically, on the bright side, nobody was hurt. Correct. When that happened, so. What is it? I mean, people got stuck not being able to go to work for a day or two, but in the long run, no one is hurt. And hopefully they can get it fixed and, you know, come for more permanent solution. And, you know, we'll be back up and running proper and whatnot. But, you know. It was yeah. my mental day. It was your mental day. <laughs> um, How was your week? My week? My week was, my week was all right. You know, um, a little long, a little busy, but, you know, I survive it. I hear so I have nothing to really to complain about. A lot of meetings, because you know, as you know, my company, well, my group within my company, we getting ready to go twenty four seven. So what does that mean? We going to be working round the clock. They're going to have somebody from the. So you're going to start. Well, how does it affect you? So, um, we started out working. It wasn't 24-7. We were getting ready. We were you had a 9-to-5. And tools. I had a regular 9-to-5, and that was fine. But the I knew when I got hired that at some point we'd be going 24-7 because I got hired to build out a security operations center. And we hired, we didn't have people. It was just like five of us in the beginning. But now we've hired more people. We've fleshed out some of the processes. And, you know, we've gotten our tools to a, a solid point, we think. We hired some supervisors and we did a random drawing for the shifts, basically. So starting May 30th, I'll be working nights, 11 to 9 p.m. 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. Sunday through Wednesday. Sunday through Wednesday. That's my shift. So I, I basically end up for four day, uh, a four-day weekend. Three-day, four-day weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and basically mostly the whole of Sunday. Yeah. Depending on when you change your sleeping schedule. Too. Yeah, so I end up for a four-day weekend. Call it that. So, you know, it's a... It's a, a Okay, I, I'm not really bothered by it. That's kind of my prime hours, and I get a little pay increase working nights. So, yeah, i kind of looking forward to it, you know. So, if anyone has any tips on transitioning to a nightlife shift, you know, <laughs> a nightlife shift. Hit, um, hit Vernon up. No, I, I don't think it'll be too hard. It's, it's, you know, it's, it'll just be my regular, my, my. But my, is that going to be every day? Like, you are you going to keep, the sleeping like that every day i don't know i'll have to see the first couple of weeks i'll decide what i want to do if i want to you know keep it like that if i want to you know try and you know revert for the weekend so I can like do you know like stuff. do i only have a husband on like mondays through thursday you have a husband whenever you need 
I'm always here, you know. I'll step if I have to stay up. I, you know, I'll, anytime you I'll need me, I'll be there. <laughs> See, my 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 hype man, right there. This you this gives you know. wedding flashbacks of you um wiping his brow and all of that. See, hype man, always there for me. Always there um, to help. How was your weekend, Ushka? It was good. Um, I feel like my mind, body, and soul realized that birthday month um, had arrived. So um, I got into a really good mental space. And I feel like I've been struggling with that for a little while. So So your mental health awareness went early. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I just, I'm feeling good. It's been a vibe. Um, Was it last podcast? I went kayak. Kay- like the last time we recorded i went kayaking yes you did yeah so i went i started kayaking. off the week kayaking for the first time and okay i feel like that just i don't know it started my week on a high note and it just kind of continued sailing that way <laughs> you just have to throw in a little whack pun huh <laughs> i know i know you, you know i'm punny you can't help <laughs> you know i'm punny <laughs> 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 I'm trying to ignore it. Um, so, in other news this week, y'all, or transitioning to news this week, um, oh my God, with India. It's wild. Right? So, um, taken from the New York Times, the number of new daily cases has exceeded... Oh, sorry. Global coronavirus cases are surging, driven by India and South America. The number of new daily cases has exceeded 800,000 for more than a week, largely driven by India, which now accounts for more than 40% of the world's new cases. Um, In India, it's, I mean, Um, hot mess is an understatement. Um, where it's like vaccines are running short, hospitals are swamped, they're like mass cremation grounds and burning of bodies every day. It really sounds horrible, if, and that's going to be an understatement well, too. And it's like India that was there for everybody, body, else. nobody there for them. Now it's like you know that's so, the thing that bothered me mm-hmm. when this thing started. They rushed the give vaccines to mm-hmm. people they try their best to help everyone mm-hmm. and now they need help and, and it's like yeah. no one wants to help them and the u.s hoarding vaccines canada hoarding vaccines i think the u.s have some vaccines that's about to go bad because mm-hmm. they hoard and it's yeah. like yo india needs help like yeah and i mean i feel like again this whole pandemic is bringing to light all of these global powers and humanity or the lack thereof and it's just serious lack thereof man. you know and it, you really feel it because it's like you start seeing all of these tragedies tragedies and things everywhere right the um the volcano in St. Vincent, you know, now COVID in India. Like, there's always going to be something like that. And it's like so important to help and be our brother's keeper. But then it always, it seems like there's so much, you know, continuously um, yeah. happening, right? So, um, thoughts, prayers, hearts, resources, whatever, Everything. you know, going out to. India. Um, to yeah. India, to Brazil, um, 
and it's just like as you know as many of us are ready to like get on with our lives and go back to normal it's like this virus is still not gone and it's still wreaking havoc you know on many people's families and and lives right so i just definitely wanted to bring that to attention um Mm -hmm. because it's huge right definitely praise up for india and um saint vincent who also got a lot of rain and had landslides. Landslides. And mud, oh, my God. Slides. Yeah, so. That was crazy. And honestly, y'all know this is not the end of the landslides for them. Yeah, We're not even in the rainy season as yet. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And right. Lord knows what hurricane season is going to be like I, this year. Honestly, I don't know how St. Vincent is going to recover. I just hope we in the Caribbean, all the other islands can come together and provide some kind of help mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. for them to be able to, you know, recover from this. Yeah. Um, I saw you guys talking about this in um, the group and I saw it a lot on social media. Um, DJ Khaled's new... Oh, God. Mid. <laughs> what? Mid. Mid? Oh, you've never heard that phrase, mid. Like, it's bleh. Okay. The album is just bleh. Like, well, uh, I guess about... The album the- feels rushed. The only good, the, the only really good song on there, in my opinion, the only three good songs on there, the two Drake songs and the one with Buju, Kipleton, and Bounty Killer. That's the only three good songs on there. Okay. That's how I feel. Adani? You brought it up, I'll let you know. Um, I, um, I, I, not to cut you off before you go, Adani, um, but um, I see people on social media bigging up the, the Capleton, the song with Capleton and Buju, and, and it's a good song, and I agree with them, like, it's a good song, like, giving it props, and that's it, like, yeah, I mean, I expected that. Khaled is always going to put some dancehall song or something with dancehall artists on his albums. If it's one thing Khaled does is give dancehall, try and give dancehall props whenever he can. So I can't really be mad at it. Unlike people like Drake that'll come and try and speak for Jamaican accent or Tory Lanez that'll do that annoying um, Jamaican accent but never really try and help big up dancer or Drake will do a song with popcorn he'll have it on the radio right but on his album he'll He'll take him off it yeah yeah you know so I said like nothing really to talk about there I say yeah sums it up yeah so where we going where we talking what are we talking about so Rani, what are we talking about? Gaming culture. Now, not gaming culture today, but gaming culture for us as millennials, as people who grew up in the Caribbean or the Caribbean diaspora. Okay. You know, yeah. What was um, what was like your gaming experience? Like, I mean, not just talking about you know Nintendo Mario Brothers. Talking about like young in the in the rabid wildlands of the school playground you know <laughs> okay. where one child had a metal marble and was just ripping havoc on everybody you're else talking to oi, right oi, now. you're stop. talking to vernon right now back flashbacks there. <laughs> so before we get vernon all heated you know and and before this discussion goes way out of whack i just wanted to say that this episode is sponsored by sapat gaming 
So if you are St. Lucian and listening to this and you have not played or seen Salopoli, the game, <laughs> you need to get on that ASAP and Sapat Gaming is responsible for the loads of fun you are going to have once you cop Salopoli. Um, this company specializes in producing Caribbean board games. It started out kind of like a, a fluke, a family project during lockdown. Then they posted that they did their board on social media and everyone was like, where can I get one? Yes, yes. So they turned it into a business and have really become passionate about creating culturally relevant content, which is what we like I to like do, yeah. right? So they're really focused on making Caribbean people feel represented in the board game space um i played with Vernon's sister we had a hell of a time and their first game salopoli is great and was really focused on saint lucian culture but their next game that's coming out soon you're wrong for that is caribbean regional influence okay. so um if you guys want to check out sapat.gaming on instagram uh give them a follow and look out for their next product yeah, we'll provide the links in the description to their instagram all right take yeah. us off it annie i have to get a board of that you know i've been watching people play and it just doesn't seem <laughs> right with me it I is so you, much out fun you're missing yeah. out you're really missing out yeah, i feel like out. especially as a mon monopoly professional i feel like the lucian version just give me even more of an advantage because like you know i, <laughs> well, I know these streets i know this i don't know boardwalk i don't know park place you know i don't know what the other ones are but you know, I, <laughs> I know Corinth, you know. Yeah, you know do. Yeah, exactly. You know Boseju. Yeah, you I know, know the bus stops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, the other thing is if you, it, it's really nice. So it was really nice reminiscing and having the experience and having conversations while playing it. So, um, Adani, just so you know, there's a card for your friend Pemi Lady in there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't get that card. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like even maybe for younger generations that don't know the stories that we knew, like we could explain to people or or maybe if you grew up in St. Lucia but your kids are not from there, it could be a way to have that dialogue and conversation about different parts or or, or pieces of um that experience. So excited to see their things but let me tell you next games night if all of us get together you know that have to be there oh yes yeah. oh yes classic <laughs> so segueing from this into a gaming culture okay okay hit us right so what do you guys think about when you think of like gaming culture from like when you were just entering primary school to like when you were leaving high school Ring games. Um, around the ring, Catherine. Uh, sure. Why do you have to move road, do body rules? What kind of thing to say? Anyway, um, it it really it really evolved as you got older. Wait, but you as guys, y'all played ring games. I played everything. That's what I'm saying. Like as I'm, I'm saying, it evolved because you four know, time, four time, right? Ring game champion. Yeah. Hip like, to um, hip to 
up tomorrow. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other one? The um, there was silence. What's that? I saying like it evolved because you sound you found yourself you played things like the little hand games, like yeah, silence, hand games, things. You played catchers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you played marbles. Maybe you you y'all did jump rope. So you know you skip Chinese skip Chinese skip. Um, you you did you played jacks. You mm-hmm. played jacks. You know you do all these little things. And then I found, like, as it got older, it changed from us playing those games to us playing actual physical sports in high school. So, you know, at lunchtime, you would play football, you play basketball, or you play video games. Mm-hmm. Or you'd have, you know, you'd have that time in in school where after exams, you have that period where you're not doing anything. So, somebody bring Uno. Board games or Uno. Uno some card cards, games, card games. You know? I used to play cards with my parents and stuff like you that. Know, there was also what you volley play. Oh, volley pache. Um, what were the names of the games? My um friend brought up the Jamaican games. What she said. Why well, I I didn't blank out already. Okay, shoot. But yeah, you know, you, you, I feel like as you got older, the type of games you played it changed. But I feel like. At least for us in our time, we all played the little ring games and stuff when we were mm-hmm. outside. I don't know what the young kids doing now. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you laugh, but they probably all have cell phones. So they probably, at mm. break time, they're playing something on their phone. Um, remember when we got games? Remember when we got cell phones and Snake was Snake. the baddest thing? We got cell phones. Snake was the thing for us. Snake. You know, y'all are on the I remember the Samsung and Blue had, had a popular arrow game. There was yes. Snake, there was Tetris. I feel like, like the online game. I feel like the online games that we started to have was our was our way to um like talk and do things with our friends after like once yeah. we went home like Neopets that was my jam. But even there in like MSN the online games you had in MSN that you play together. Mm, mm-hmm. I would go and play Yahoo Pool. That's my thing. I would go and play Yahoo Pool. But let's let's you know. It started, I feel like, in primary, infant primary school, the games we played then, it was different from what we played when we went to secondary school, high school, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, just, I feel though, like you brought up stuff like sports and because I wasn't really playing sports in high school, what I used to do was play with the little boys' hearts. Oh, that's a and game to pr- you? <laughs> right, as I was saying, you're proud to say that, right? Like I just saying what happened, you like, know. You like just, y'all asked to share experiences. <laughs> you, you proud to say I, that, I right? do remember, um, especially during summer camps, True for Dare being a very popular game. True for Dare made me nervous. <laughs> oh, which football oh. is to ask you the truth? <laughs> <laughs> or or dates. Because clearly you weren't afraid of being dead. I was <laughs> afraid of all of it. They would ask, Truth, how do you feel about banana exportation in St. Lucia right now? Nah, 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 nah. I truth. can't reveal the truth. Cheese? How many wow. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> no. She'd rather go through that tunnel of shame. You used to do that? <laughs> like, if, if you didn't do it, like, you had to... Everybody had to line up in like a tunnel and then you had to go through on your knees and then like hit the what? person on their... Oh, okay. That, that was just a thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because there had to be some kind of consequences for not doing the truth for the day. 
Okay. There, there, there wasn't an option. You had to do it. Yeah, I didn't know about I this until I went to summer camp. I swear, summer camp, go to summer camp. Because summer camp just be wilding. But so I, I, I went to summer camp once summer or camp twice and it was like wild. That. That's why I my first like, kiss. I think I only did like one summer camp. It was like a swim thing. My mother put me oh, in. Oh, yeah, I did swim. But I went to more than one. I, I went to a lot of summer yeah, camps. Yeah, but outside then. of that, I was against the whole summer camp thing. I just wanted to be left at home so I can read books. Nothing has changed. And run around outside and follow my brother all over while he chased me and said, no, go back home. He doesn't want to be there kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't mind summer camp because summer camp was like usually two weeks. That'd be two weeks at the, especially like kids safari. Mm-hmm. Like go, like you travel around Saint Lucia and have food. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Okay, so Missy, give me I some of your memorable, nice memorable from other schools. <laughs> <laughs> give me some of your memorable moments around games, like when you're in infant and primary school. Like, like talk in to me. school. I, I mean, you want to talk about in school or at home? Well, because school, you also younger, like play games at home, like yeah, in family. And we'll talk stuff. about at home like later, but let me talk about in school. Because we majority we spend a good portion of our time in school, right? You know, we in we in school. You know, you playing friends lunchtime. What you're playing at lunchtime? Let's say I used to Dream play. Liberty. I used to play the hand games. I used to play swimming oh. game. Huh? <laughs> no, like silence and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just okay, silence. silence. <laughs> and for why uh, silence is the it's rhythmic, right? It's Dun, 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 you dun, dun. the people cannot see you. You so know, like a, it's the thing with your hands, Adani. So you clap, know, it's like cross you, it's one, you and cross someone two, else. and oh, it goes up in number yeah. where you flip your hands like one, and then you do it again. Oh, that had a name. Off, one, two. Yeah, silence because you're not supposed to talk while you're doing it. Oh, that had a name. Interesting. something new. Yeah, because the people playing it were silent, so you wouldn't hear what anyone was That's probably so. why they never said the name. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your thing. I used to, yeah, and me and a girl, Elva, we used to go hardcore in silence, but she was so messed up. She used to be wearing a gold ring while she was playing silence. So that's, so she used to, well, turn her hand extra hard so like the goal the goal ring was lashing you sound like you're weak no no <laughs> i used to go all out oh because i mean if you in that you know no i was i was go, go big or go back. home your opponent you know you have to adapt to what your opponent brings yeah, so as somebody who used to bring special equipment for uh, marbles and yeah. um pen fight you know, oh, I can fight. I can respect her golden ring on her finger. Oh, she knew okay. what she was pen doing. We have to have a separate a... thing for pen fight. A separate, so... We'll talk about pen fight later. Because so... I feel like that was a big thing out of everybody's life all throughout school. Oh, yeah. When you so, have a free wait. period, boy. <laughs> so, um, the other hand game was like four white horses. It was like you play with four people and you go up and down and side and side and then there were all of the like dancing whining game ring games kind of thing okay so that was your job that was yeah that was my job a little bit when the whining was getting a little too aggressive i used to back out because i i didn't feel like i was built in wish like that i the confidence wasn't wasn't there thousand percent i didn't really do any running (laughs) games like i i wasn't I was I used to fall a lot and I had a bad reputation for falling, so I wasn't going to run to expose myself for the shame. Okay. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, why expose yourself? You know. No, well, and people used to be DM. like, Anushka, you don't want to play. I used to be like, Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I see, um, my girl. I see. But <laughs> um, 
also like the written things like um name place animal thing oh mm. hangman hangman oh talk to me xno world champion you know already and Danny, what was what is your jam what, what, talk talk to me what what you what you were in so i like the sport um track okay. and field was good um cricket was fun especially when we had like a proper bat and not just a piece of coconut branch <laughs> i i know about that yeah yeah <laughs> and then yeah. um football was good and sometimes we would play basketball baseball american football you know random times um on the other funner game side marbles marbles was my thing we had a um strip of sand cuz the school i went to was by the airport um which is by the beach there's like a strip of sand on the like black back classrooms we used to like set that up put boards on the side make an arena it'd be the whole you have to go in oh and hard marbles every break time don't even eat in your food bring the food back home because you know marbles so hard and then you know i brought a metal ball I to know school about yeah and i whew, marbles, claim, marbles claim some marble lives <laughs> marbles became a big part of my life from like standard 3 no standard 2 onwards to the point that there were times my mom would pack my lunch my lunch kit and a certain part of it i would take the food out to pack it with marbles so so here's the thing your snacks Yes. Mm, I didn't play by my snacks. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, you my, did by ham and cheese either. My so mom used to let me... Play. I used to walk from school. It got to a point where they would let me walk from school to her office. Right? So that means we didn't go to go through castries and drag himself all over castries. And <laughs> in the height of my marble days, I made a discovery of a place... Because one day I met my grandmother and she said, oh, well, let's go with me. So I went to my grandmother. She said, but let's stop here. And she stopped in the market slash CDC at a friend of hers. I have a little store there. And I found out that her friend was selling marbles at 10 cents a marble. So your boy was buying like 20 plus marbles a day. Because I'll take like $2 and go buy like 20 marbles. And one day, I got a ball bearing. Not a marble. My brother gave my brother's like, oh, you didn't play in this. That. My brother older than me at that point, remember, like seven years older than me. So he finally played marble. He's like, all right, like, yeah, he played with me a little bit. And then he's like, that's what you play in if he's like, this is what you have to play. If. And he gave me a ball bearing. I'm like, what? Like, why you want me to play that? Like, that heavy. Like, anyway put that in my lunch kit never really think anything of it go keep playing in my marbles until one day somebody else came with one and that person was shattering people's marbles and i remember i put out i remember you danny remember the little cat eyes yes mm-hmm. i put out my favorite cat eye while i was winning with that boy yeah and the man shattered my cat eye and i was like what the fuck i was pissed i go i run grab the lunch kit Whip out that marble my brother <laughs> gave me. I'm like, I'm about to get payback for what you just did. Yo, you don't understand. Marbles is like a big thing for me. Like, to the point that I f- I'm sure if you ask my mother right now, there's a jar of marbles in my old bedroom right now. Just like sitting there. 
Like you should bring it back up when you. Like when that you was my shit. Nah, I not no no no. I, you don't want to on, on display in your house for somebody to nah, see. Nah, oh, that, that was a dark time in my life. Like, Whatever. Like, I was spending all my money on marbles. There's a point like it was bad. I was spending like a lot of money on marbles. Like I would be there, like and like I remember the lady told my grandmother like I was always there, and my grandmother my grandmother asked me like you always going in that shop? I'm like uh I lied. And she beat me for it because I lied because she knew I was always going there and I was buying like mad marbles and whatnot. And then my mother found that like I was spending some of my lunch money on marbles. It was a whole thing. It was a, it was a bad time. All right. Went to a dark place. All right. I mean, <laughs> dark, dark marble right? place. No, he, you was know, in the, he was in the marble underground. You know what's the funny <laughs> thing? You know what's the funny thing? I was in marbles. But I was also into the very worst thing ever. And you could ask my parents, they wouldn't, they, like, it was, at first I was like, okay, yeah, cool and all, but after a while it was bad because I was literally spending all my money on it. Pokemon cards. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. there were the Yu-Gi-Oh cards Your too, boy. Right? Nah, nah, nah. Yu-Gi-Oh, no, I'm just saying Yu-Gi-Oh in, was the secondary time, school. in the time. I'm talking yeah. about primary school right oh, well, there. Well, I'm younger than you also. Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh was Red. the end of primary school for me. Your Red, boy had blue, all the yellow. Pokemon cards. Let me tell you something, eh? I initiate some of the sickest trades ever, ever in my life. I, when I think about it, like I had no right doing that. That was disrespectful what I did to people. I trade the <laughs> same Clefairy five times in a day. The same Clefairy, I traded five times in a day. So you traded, get it back, traded, get it back? Yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. At the time I got into Pokemon cards and everyone, at the time I got into Pokemon cards, I was ahead of everybody else because what happened was my friend nathan he was in pokemon cards but it was because his mom used to travel she would Mm. go to england she'd go to japan and she brought back pokemon cards for us Mm -hmm. so we had pokemon cards before we had pokemon cards in japanese before Mm -hmm. people even had pokemon cards in english so we were ahead of the game right so we had most of the Pokemon cards. So when people got into it and they started buying packs and whatnot, they used to go to Peppers and buy the Pokemon packs and whatnot. We knew what Pokemon cards were valuable or not because we also had a book telling us the rarity and what cards were for. So we knew we knew what to trade. Mm. So I had like I used to have multiples of cards when people had like none of them mm-hmm. and they would want them. So people would trade me for them, you know. So I used to initially like, yo, I giving you a Clefairy, give me that Clefairy, I giving you this, and I go and trade the Clefairy to somebody else, and I come back and trade you for another duplicate, and it was crazy. That was like that had consumed a good portion of my life, Pokemon. If I go to be honest, like, because then my dad bought me a Game Boy. I remember I got Pokemon Yellow first, then I got Blue, Red, then someone stole the Game Boy. I'm sorry. It, you, we went down the hole. We here, okay? But um, yeah. So Pokemon cards is a big part of my life. Um, Adani. Yes, I love what, Pokemon what, what? cards. And um, what made Pokemon cards so great for me was actually when I started because I wasn't really into it at first. But when I um I got there was this boy in school, <laughs> and he was a rich kid. Right. Okay. Okay. Always have the first of everything. Pokemon cards, um, best marbles, everything. One of those consoles. Yeah, everything. As soon as it come out, 
his um, parents in the US. So boom, get that down. But like that same Christmas or, or summer vacation, whenever. Organize immediately. Yeah. So, but, you know, I could say he wasn't the smartest boy, but he was lazy. So he used, I would trade him and he would give me things. Right. So I would like do a homework or project for him or something. And then I would get Pokemon cards or he would let me borrow his um, Game Boy. Now, I wasn't really into Pokemon cards, but when I borrowed that Game Boy for the first time and I went home, right? And I had a pack of AA batteries, right? This is the Game Boy Color. And I put on Pokemon Red for the first time. I was like, my word. <laughs> Let me tell you, eh? that weekend, that was like a Friday afternoon. From Friday to Monday morning, I did not see the sun. <laughs> In my bed, I am there playing Pokemon. <laughs> Switching out batteries. Yo, that was so much fun. So it's after that, I go into Pokemon cards. <laughs> You want to know the funny thing? I think all these games, it helped a lot of us being able to do certain things that like apply to like real life. So being able to like barter and negotiate and mm-hmm. trade. Mm-hmm. A lot of these games, they give us those skills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so like, I think at the time we didn't realize it. Uh-huh. We were just playing the game and it's like, oh, or yo, I really want that card. Let me see what I can offer that person, how I can, you know, trade with that person. Well, also, I- if some of the games and stuff was like strategy, right? Especially when you go into certain card games or dominoes or things like that, right? It's, you play it's strategy and watching who would have and like right? it, reading it had your brain, room, reading people's body language, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, like those games, it gave us a lot of life skills mm-hmm. that at the time we didn't realize. And I mean, I sure a lot of these things, it had you interacting with people yeah. that you wouldn't normally interact with. And it's not like, let's say you had anything against the person, it's just that like, yo, like, because I guarantee you, there had some people you went to school with that you didn't interact with all the time. And if you did interact with... It, it was through playing a game. It was through playing a game. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it helped build friendships. Yeah, for sure. You know, you... Uh, well, and it just break up the monotony and have fun, right? It's right? fun and it's simple. And for a lot of them, like before we started introducing like the, you know the cards and the digital games and all of that it was a way to have fun with very little right a simple kind of thing right so i was even telling vernon the other day we need to take out a deck of cards just regular playing cards and see what games we remember how to play or look up games or whatever just to play with some some cards um because i remember playing a lot of card games um (laughs) my parents my family used to play remy I don't remember. I remember like no games at all, if I could um, be honest. Yeah, but my parents, same thing. They had a book of different card games. So we play, like yeah. play different card games and stuff like that. But I guess to kind of talk about it, like I know we had all of these like, great experiences with games, but like what would you want to teach either your kids or your nieces and nephew? Like what games that we Struggle. had or experience? Okay. Why Scrabble? Ooh, doy, don't start, As don't start, don't start. <laughs> so Scrabble was a big thing for 
I don't know about you. Like it was a big thing in my family, but it was uh-huh. a big thing in my friendship with Adani and oh, really? and our my our fam my family oh, he, because family Adani. And your family. Well, no, well Adani and my family because mm-hmm. when Adani comes over, my mom, my mom, she always wanted us to get off the computer and whatnot, mm. and her way of doing that was getting us to play Scrabble okay. and whatnot because Same also for Monopoly, didn't she? Yeah, we, we, there was always yeah, Monopoly because it's her way of getting us to get away from the computer but still use our brains and mm-hmm, whatnot mm-hmm. so scrabble was a big thing for us we would play scrabble with my mother and that would get heated and then he puts a word down and my mother oh, yes. like, oh that's not a word and my mother said but i have a dictionary specifically yes, so for scrabble. A scrabble dictionary <laughs> i think i i think the time they sat down to play Scrabble with me. Vernon's mother said she never played with me again. You yeah, know that? Yeah. Like, she wasn't ready. Because she wanted me to, as if, play Scrabble with some diplomacy. But it's, we are playing in teams, eh? It's every man exactly. for yourself. But we, I mean, I you, saw, you saw it at, like, our New Year's gatherings at my house. Mm-hmm. Scrabble and Monopoly, that's a big thing for us. Mm-hmm. We, Especially when we rip out the upward Scrabble. Dog. But the thing is, now like, we were we were playing, we were playing Vernon mother like almost every vacation, every holiday. Every vac- yeah. And the one time I beat her, like I never came back to play again. <laughs> and, and when he came back and she mentioned Scrabble, he's like, nah, 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 okay, nah. Let's bye. play Monopoly. Let's play something else. After he beat her at one time, and then he's like, again, yeah, yeah losing his crown. That would take that crown and run. <laughs> But yeah, like those games, like that was like a lot of these games outside of like school and friends, like it was a big thing for uh, for me, I can tell you, for like my family and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like we play Scrabble together. Like there'll be multiple times on a, like multiple weekends, like on a Friday, my mom will be like, okay, we, we mm-hmm. making hamburgers and playing Scrabble mm-hmm. or we play Monopoly. Like that's But I feel like the us. way that Scrabble and Monopoly are, so um are more easily accessible and available and stuff like that. I think it's good that people like Sapat Gaming are doing yes. things that are like more related to our culture because it's like one way to support our people, but another way to support like our things and our culture. Cause like even Jamaicans, they play Kaluki, right? Like that's a big card game. That? That's like a, a whole like Kaluki is a whole culture for okay. for for Jamaicans, but even like even for us around Junikweol, you see they start whipping out all kind of games and stuff like that that haven't been like popularized that we do all the time yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, right? So, I think it's like there's a great thing of like a family playing board games or family playing card games, but it's cool to like bring in culture and stuff like that where we can right because like our kids and our nieces and nephews not going to be growing up unless they grew up in the caribbean and that's questionable they're not going to be growing up playing the same ring games and stuff like that 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 we did I right nobody playing them games anymore, and then even right? like where did those games and songs or whatever come even from. come from right okay. like i didn't even know what i was singing <laughs> to, to be you honest none of that time <laughs> none of the time, the time did i know what it i was, was fun and it was helping you bond with your friends mm-hmm. and whatnot so yeah I... well and even if you met a if you met another child that out somewhere that you never knew before you could say hey you want to play xyz yeah 
and and because um, I guess the the influence of like digital life wasn't that strong at that point. Mm-hmm. Like you none had of to us be creative, didn't have amazing too. phones, if a phone at all, and we didn't right. have our own laptop. We were using the house computer, the house desktop. So it was just like you know, what else is there yeah. to do? Going outside was fun. Like riding a bike, going outside, mm-hmm. playing these games was like fun. Y- y'all, even though since y'all remember, time y'all remember red light, green light, one, two, three. Oh. <laughs> Writing yeah. a game that so system much. had. Eh? Mm-hmm. Once you say I red light, I I done walking already. <laughs> <laughs> cheater, cheater. And then um the poses people used to hold, like when you stop on the one Bruh. two three. <laughs> Simon says, <laughs> it was a simpler time. Uh-huh. It really was, and that's when I think children were outside more. It was a simpler time. You but outside, it's also that communication with, with each other, right? Yeah, like man. the one-on-one communication, not with a de- not through a device. Yeah. I think and I think that's the that's the that was a big part of it. And like I said, it gave us life skills in the that moment. We didn't know we didn't, didn't know we were like, getting those yeah. life skills, but it we, we were just enjoying it. But now that I look back on it, like yeah, we got and I suspect honestly, our parents knew that those games. Mm. would give us those skills they just didn't know how to explain it to us or they knew we wouldn't understand if they tried to explain to us that that's the skills we'd get from it so that's why they'd be like oh why you don't go outside and play mm-hmm. but and, i i know? also feel like it's important for parents these days to show their kids those games versus just like throwing a tablet or something oh, yes. in their hands or or putting them in front of another kind of screen right Teach like child, play X and o. remember the game there was a game you would put a whole bunch of dots on a sheet and you would take turns drawing a line. And if you complete a box, you mark it with something like that. That's your box. And at the end of the game, whoever have the most boxes wins. I can't remember. I the didn't name play of the it game. often, but I remember yeah. what you're talking about. All yeah. of these things like strategy, boy, how to, you know, outsmart somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll need to start. We'll need to say we're going to play games this summer. Sure. Yeah, I want to really like brush up on my like um the school card games because I honestly mm-hmm. just remember Volley Party and, yeah. and everything else I've learned has been what I learned in university and it's usually nine Drinking. times out of ten associated with alcohol. Yeah. All I know now is blackjack poker. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at on the card game friends. Even on the card games, I used to be so good at shuffling. I don't have it in me anymore. The only thing I'm shuffling these days is my tarot cards. (laughs) Deep. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen Vinod's face. Just shoot me. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's, you know, it's interesting how as we got older, we transitioned from those games to other stuff. And I think the main thing is because of like how technology advanced and our mm-hmm. access to those things. Because when I think about it, when we were younger in like primary school and whatnot, not everybody had a Game Boy or console mm-hmm. or whatnot. But as we got older, a lot more people got access to these things. Mm-hmm. So that's why we found ourselves in like secondary school. It was more video games and consoles to the point that I remember, and then you remember there was a summer where we had exchange consoles yep. or you had got like a PlayStation from your cousin, PlayStation 2. And yeah. That PlayStation when, 2 didn't yeah. go off. Huh? Because we didn't, we didn't have, have a, a memory card. card. 
So we have a fan on that and we connect that yeah. to a secondary computer monitor. And but even, I guess, all of that probably started your guys' interest even in IT and tinkering and fixing oh, yeah. things and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. right? So for me, it, I, and I remember it like specifically for me because I, I guess I had access, I was one of the fortunate ones who had access to those things early. And my friend, he had access to computers. We had access to computers. So I remember like, Outside of when I went, when my friend, when Nathan came over, I went over to Nathan's house. I wasn't really playing video games like that. I would play more tennis. I would be outside throwing a ball around or I, whatnot. I didn't, I didn't really play any video games, to be honest. It's really uh, like maybe my parents got me like some CD, like it was computer related okay. stuff. Like I do things that were more storyline related like you have to go through like this world and complete xyz tasks and that yeah. kind of things um but like as i see it was like neopets and at some point sims okay. right that yeah. were my hardcore video games let, let me let me tell you about sims right <laughs> my dad went to the u.s and when he came back he brought me sim city and sim farm that summer eh? them them games alone i play back then if you t- if you if you talk to me too hard i tell you how to build your city like i think like, just tear down castries <laughs> let me put that up for you <laughs> sim farm was basically the sims but you just had to manage your farm so there would be like bugs and like storms and like you just had to manage your farm grow your corps um buy your farming equipment so it was farmville, farmville before, before farmville, farmville. Exactly basically farmville saying. before farmville and hey, sim- similar remember, graphics at the time as well. And how you were playing the... Mafia was on nah, Facebook. Nah, nah. What we were playing was Warbook. I remember oh, that. Yeah. When you were playing Mafia Wars too. You all started we played playing Mafia, Mafia Wars, Wars, but Warbook was the thing. And Warbook oh, yeah. had us actually like, like we actually had wars with other in people. Person, in yeah. person. Because it's like, yo, we ganging up on that person. I, I remember... Y'all did Warbook while y'all were at community college. Yeah, when we were level. No, but video games, it was... <sighs> video games in the beginning, it wasn't a big thing for me mm-hmm. until I made friends with Nathan. And then, but it got even bigger when my dad, like, he got interested in them. So I remember when he bought me a Game Boy for the first time. He bought me a Game Boy Pocket. That was the first thing he bought for me. And... One of the games he bought was he bought two games. He bought Tetris and another game called Bubble Bubble. They were puzzle games, mm. and my dad very big on puzzle games, so we would play it together. Mm. Like it would be like, oh, I set a high score in Tetris, like your turn, kind of thing. Mm. Like and like it became a big thing for me. And then I discovered things like Paper Boy on his gateway computer, so I'd play those things with him. And that's when like video games, like it became a very big thing for me too. Like the point where, like video games is like a major part of my life like i play video games on a regular basis now and like to my dad laughs he's like if he had known like it would have become such a major part of my life like he he didn't see that coming so yeah like my dad was a big part of the whole video game thing for me um I'm surprised you didn't play video games like that. I, well, I say I'm surprised, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think girls played video games that much back I then. I mean, there were maybe some, but it wasn't it, it wasn't like major for me. Or as I say, the things I probably played were like computer indie okay, <laughs> kind of okay. things. As I said, I had games on CDs. I yeah. don't. 
I don't really Were y'all big on like were. on like playing with like actual like toys, like action figures type things? Like was Lego. Like yeah, okay. Like, I didn't know what I'm talking about. I think I played Legos when I was a child, child, but I didn't like it was my brother's Legos. But I wasn't like really trying to build things or anything like that. Okay, okay. Um, my mom always said Anushka do have patience, so um, that was probably what prevented my Anushka still doesn't have patience. <laughs> so. Lego stuff. I mean, I used to like you. Got, y'all gonna um, you know. Um, laugh at me and whatever but i used to like bake uh-huh. and stuff like that i used to ride my bike outside oh I you had the like the cute little ovens like the i the easy, totally easy had an easy bake oven and at the time had no like the fact that a light bulb was cooking my food it was like <laughs> <laughs> it was blowing your mind like what what is this I, I didn't even know that's exactly what was happening i just knew you put it in the oven and it came, and out. It came out you know yeah but yeah, I, I did have an easy bake oven. I'm um, surprised you rode a bike. I'm surprised you could ride a bike. I was friends with a tomboy. I used to ride up and down my road. Um, My bike had a bricks problem, so I had to brick with my feet, you know. Hold on. Kind of so thing. you did all the dangerous things, and now if I tell you, let's go, if I try and put you on yeah. a bike now, you terrified, you petrified? Yeah, I had some kind of trauma sometime after. Must be that happened. Because, I mean, when I... I mean, I boost my chin, you know, and all of these so kinds of things, right? Bike, yeah. So, yeah, I used to like ride, ride my bike, you know, like when you stand Damn, up and you're you wild, wild. In. No, Adani, I almost died on a bike. I remember, I remember my it, it road, was my ninth birthday. My road wasn't really wasn't paved. It was potholes and things. So you know, that was a whole adventure. So that, I'm not forgetting that it was my ninth birthday. They bought me a bike, my first proper actual bike, because I used to either ride my father's bike or my brother's bike. But my father's bike was like, it was a big, it was an adult bike. I wasn't, I was tall, but I wasn't tall, mm-hmm. tall. Mm-hmm. So they bought me a bike, and then me and my brother, we went pigeon, I, pigeon point. We used to we ride on riding. the pope site up the hills there. Yeah, we were riding, and I remember it. I was racing my brother. I went in a pothole. I fell mm-hmm. off the bike. And at the same point in time, oh, a truck yeah, was saying. coming. Mm. Yeah, it was a it was a scary time, you know. Yeah. You know, I paid the road tax. You know, I had you know guji all <laughs> over my body. It was, yeah. Yeah. Have to pay this. Yeah, I I mean I wouldn't mind getting over my whatever it is to be able to ride a bike again, but um, I need do to practice. It, do Weather do looking kind of good outside, you know. Yeah, I can. You you don't have any. I will plan you on see, getting now in my now in my old age. I'll want like knee pads and um, nah, nah, arm nah. pads and whatever. I don't We're want to take a seat with extra cushion. Right? We're going in the alleyway behind the house. Right now. <laughs> I mean, yo, you might as well learn get back on that bike. <laughs> yeah, I think I just as I got older, I got afraid of falling, and that's an interesting thing because I feel like we were so young and fearless and. Well, I speak for myself. I was so young and fearless and like whatever. Um, and I didn't know how to fall and I was taking all kind of pluck, but you know, so, whatever. That was just the flavor of the day where Zanushka scabbed up. <laughs> but um, as I got older, I got afraid of falling. So um, before we end, let me ask you a question. Mm. Um, we played all these games when we were younger and, you know, growing up and whatnot. What, why do you all think some of us, because not all of us stuck with it. None of us stuck mm-hmm. with games. Some of us, we know we don't play games anymore. Life happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, I do think, because for me, right, it's something I wasn't super into. But 
since you have your switch, right? Like, and since we're in the pandemic, I started playing Animal Crossing and then I bought my Mario Kart and my Just Dance. And those things are great just for me to have a little fun. It's It's been so good and refreshing and a nice mental break to just be able to put that on. So I did kind of understand you and the game a little bit more. I do still think you spend too much time at a computer (laughs) and not outside because you you are really outside. And then you should see the look I'm giving right now. Like, don't judge <laughs> time. No, well, I've I've earned this. All right, I've lived with my mother telling me, "Oh, you are the computer to a god side." <laughs> I'm this. just saying, maybe she was right. No, know? she was not. An hour of an hour of fresh air doesn't kill you, but also just you having a nice. We just came just... from a pandemic, there. Right? <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how wrong she was. I spent so much time outside in my life, eh? I spent entire days, hours playing tennis outside. So that means now, as an adult, you don't have to spend any time outside. No, no, no. Okay, I'm not saying I don't have to spend any time outside. You don't have to move your body. Oh, okay. I'm saying I can choose (laughs) to not spend the time outside now. (laughs) That actually makes sense. Y'all know we have a lovely pool. You know, where has never been uh, not at our house in the area in the. Thing, I would I would say been. why, but I don't want to be the neighbor that says anyway, exactly. Anyway, you see, anyway. you put your hand up. The same reason you don't be talking in the Facebook group is the same way I'm not going to say why I don't want to go in that pool. <laughs> anyway, the point is, um, I do think it's nice to get into have some kind of game or something that you can play. Even recently, I bought myself a Sudoku book or crossword book or whatever oh, just Sudoku to do every so often, and it's a vibe just to kind of give yourself a break sometimes i even find when i'm working from home or if i'm on a meeting that i don't really have to be participating in i like just doing a little sudoku or something while i you know yeah, you know I, I i for me the games it's a mental exercise it's a mental exercise outside of work stuff mm-hmm. you know just thinking you know how i can beat this how i can achieve this and whatnot so that's that's my thing for games i play chess on my phone mm. I mean, I, I'm like, getting better because I, I haven't played chess like in person in a while. So I've been playing mm-hmm. chess the past week. I've been playing chess on my phone. You know, I, I again whooped, but it's, you know, it, it makes me think, you know, that I want to make that move and whatnot. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm not saying, you know, everybody have to become a super gamer. I just feel like, you know, pick up something, you know, give you, yourself a You know, move. just as you said that, it just made me think, games taught us how to lose. It did. Right. It did. You lose, you get up, you try again. Maybe get that's back on that horse. You, you, exactly, right? You you learn something from the loss, and mm-hmm. you I'll not do that next time. Mm-hmm. I'll no, try I, this. Oh, Moby, you know so and so beat me. How many times? You know whatever. Tomorrow I coming back for them. It it <laughs> it taught you how to lose, and it taught you how to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And it was a healthy competitive. Exactly. It wasn't like um you know toxic. Yeah. But um. Hope you guys find some inspiration. Play some games. Yeah, have some this fun. Part one of a gaming series. <laughs> yeah. Um, use the games, you know, in mental health, uh, mental health awareness. If you know, maybe yeah. play a little video Take a game break. Relax the mind. Have some fun, you know. Or even, you know, because Winan brings up about how he sees all these angry women online telling their guys to stop playing video games. Uh, pick up the controller with Bay. Tell him, um, show me how to play NBA 2K. Show me how to shoot somebody in Call of Duty because I feel like um, the kind of stress and release you get from. Sorry, sorry. Y'all truly do understand. Like I, before we end, 
I think you really don't understand the pleasure and the the excitement and the happiness and the joy that we get from beating somebody in something mm. online. Whether it is I kill somebody in Warzone, I beat somebody online in FIFA, I win a race against somebody online. It, it's, yeah, I, I felt it with Mario Kart on my winning streak, right? You, right, you should have seen how hyped my sister and Anushka were <laughs> like playing against the, not even people online the CPU I don't I don't care like for, Donkey Kong I, I come in for you and <laughs> like it was but it felt good it did it did yeah I think um, a lot of women spend so much time hating on video games that they're afraid to pick them up now so I would advise try it just yeah. try it. There's so many different games out there. Even though you don't want to shoot, you Boy. don't want to race, you can mm-hmm. farm, you mm-hmm. can drive a truck, there are you puzzles. can yeah. yeah, there are puzzles, you can cook. There's we, like anything you like to do in real life, there's probably a video game for it out there. Vernon and I recently went on a date that was at a um restaurant Nerd called Nudvana. And it's a restaurant, but each table has a gaming console. So you put in your order, get your food and drinks, you know, come into like a regular restaurant, but you have your controllers and can play while you wait for whatever. So we played this weird indie puzzle game. Yeah, that Game. so it's like two pieces it's like of two string. pieces of string connected but they're all of these obstacles that you have, have to, to figure out how to do it together so that was a kind of fun thing to do so it doesn't have to be the most popular things that indie game was actually like pretty fun and like a good mental mental challenge and even for me it's not that i don't understand the strategy <laughs> the my difficulty is i don't know how to use the controllers right like it just well, feels so a, i don't think it's, the, don't the, know, it's just you, the hand-eye coordination yeah that's yeah. the hardest part for me yeah. um which is frustrating but it allows me to put myself in a frustrating potentially frustrating situation to overcome it right versus just avoiding things that make yeah. me frustrated right I, or I that think, i'm not good at i think they have a lot of these games that are good for you to play as a couple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's y'all can you know let's sit in and play a, a puzzle game and mm-hmm. you know work it out or if, if not a video game just do a puzzle together you want to do one of my puzzles with me Sure. I have a 2,500 piece one there. You see, and that's the problem. It's never let's do 1,000 pieces. Let's do 2,500. Let's do 3,000. <laughs> it's your birthday, man. I'll do a puzzle with you. Oh, snap. On the table tomorrow. I'll do let's a puzzle go. with you. Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> That's you know, what she said. <laughs> I mean, the table can't handle it. Wow. <laughs> um, Guys. All 1,000 pieces. <laughs> Yo, you're taking this somewhere really well. Um, yeah, guys, you know, it's been a good episode. Um, feel free, you know, as listeners, go back and revisit some of the games you played in your childhood. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, it'll bring you some, you know, some joy. You'll be like, yo, I really enjoyed playing that. Why did I stop, you know? Or maybe you'll find some new games that you want to try, you know? Mm-hmm. Try something. Relive. Awaken the kid in your heart, you know? Have some fun. Um, once again, this episode sponsored by Sapad Gaming. Please check them out on Instagram. They have a really good board game. They're about to drop a really fire um card game 
you know um and we'll be doing an upcoming giveaway with yeah them. with one, so, of the, the, one of the games so look out yeah look out um it's been another episode of the caribbean millennials podcast we're out Thank you.